0: Hello, welcome to Birth Connecting with Raves and Sinclair, your podcast hosts. Here on Birth Connecting, we talk about all things birth, postpartum, early parenting, community building, doula work, birth worker, skills and responsibilities, and business. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get started.
1: a PCR test in order for you to know for sure what's going on with you and every insurance company is regulated by law to give you at least eight um tests to pay for eight um PCR tests per month per month
0: okay I was per just about to ask, is that per year because you know in six weeks I had about five PCRs and I'm I thought I only had three more left to get me through the end of the year okay that is super powerful information um then okay so because the at-home test, because you know my at-home test after a week said negative, child, and you know I had it for six weeks. So how how do we use at-home tests? Like, what is their value if they're not reliable? I, I, yeah, can you just speak to it? I don't even know what words. I don't even know how to put a question to it. But I'm just trying to understand the what's the value of them? What what can, how can we use them in this mix of options?
1: So. I think that if you have symptoms and you need to get a test real quick right now, it'll say you know you get it and you'll it's, you'll say it's COVID, but then get a PCR to follow up with that. If it doesn't if it doesn't have um, indicate that you have COVID, the antigen test, then that's that's the kind of test that you can use to potentially go to the doctor because doctors' offices don't want you to they, if you come in like. I have a science infection. I had, and so they had to call me and they said, hey, we need to get a negative COVID test before you come in here. Mm -hmm. So that's the, in that situation, I was able to go get a test, do it. And then now it's okay. Now you can schedule your appointment. So that's the, that's the kind of situation that it makes it, you know, useful. Other than that, I, I, it's not, it's not worth it. I talk to people who employ other people, especially at daycares. I talk to a lot of daycare center um, leaders because we do COVID vaccinations on site for them mm-hmm. and they're calling and saying, Hey, my staff person called in, I'm sure staff. I really need this person, but they're still testing, you know, positive after being gone for a week. And I'm like, do not take that chance. You got those babies oh. and, the, and those babies have parents and you do not want that smoke. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I know it's you're tempted and this is the reason why, because the opening of the economy That's why we all are in this, you know, we had we kind of got thrust into being back outside before we really, as a, as a country, were really ready to be outside, honestly. Yeah. So this is, this is the ramification of that. So, you know, everybody's like, I need my money. It's like, do you need your life? Do you need that of someone else that you might be impacting, you know, negatively? People are still dying from COVID. It's about 500 people a day in the U.S. still dying from COVID now. Thank you. I was
0: just going to ask you that. Like, Can you give us the reality, if you have the numbers, about how serious this is? Um, So 500 people still a day dying from COVID. Um, Do we have a sense of who they are? Are they the compromised individuals? Are they older? Are they the people who never vaccinated?
1: Um, It's a mixture. um, But it's it's heavy on um, the older, and it's heavy on the unvaccinated. Okay. Those are the two that are really, 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 really impacted.
0: Okay.